0: Are ridiculous. These guys are ridiculous.
1: Now, how about them damn Celtics? And we are back with another episode of How about Them Celtics? Sam and I are here recording on Monday, January 22nd, uh, day after Celtics beat the Rockets. Almost had lost to. Uh, and you guys are hearing this uh the day after the Celtics take on the Mavericks again as per usual you're going to hear our recap of that game cut into this episode we're recording this at about 1 p.m we haven't seen the game yet so we will be uh talking about that in a little bit but yeah uh how are you today Sam how are we doing we've already recorded talking seas today go watch that it's already on the channel but doing good a little channel. hungry but I had
2: a snack and after this I'll eat and write and then record again and watch the game and then record again
1: Oh, yeah. A lot of stream yard action today. Yes, sir. A lot, of, a lot of stuff to do, but get our money's yeah. worth. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. Well, in that case, let's uh, start let's on over to the Celtics Mavs recap. All right. Thank you to our past selves for throwing it on over to us. Sam and I are here at 11 uh, after the Celtics win over the Dallas Mavericks swept their back to back in Texas uh, wins over the Rockets. And the Mavs, who are fully healthy again. Luka Doncic returned from his injury uh, last game against the Lakers. They lost. Lost again to the Celtics. Back-to-back against the two rivals. 119-110 win for the Mavs. Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown led the way. Uh, Jalen Brown finished with 34 points. three rebounds four assists. Jason Tatum, 39-11-5. Three steals, two blocks. Two blocks for Jalen Brown, too, by the way. Drew Holiday, big night from 317 points. Derek White did not have it. Uh, as much, but he still made his impact as Derek White does. Uh, Seventeen for Drew, like I said, seven and six, and then Luca put up uh, as you, uh, Tim Hardaway Jr. also decided just to be electric in this game. He didn't miss many shots either. But uh, good win, very good win for the Celtics on a back to back.
2: Yeah, very impressive from the Celtics. They kind of came out of the gates looking like me and the boys playing Sunday ball, but it turns out. They got their heads out of their ass and really played well from the second quarter on. Even the third quarter, though, it wasn't perfect, wasn't awful. And they did let Dallas get kind of close at the end of the game, but closed it out, responded well. Um, Really, really happy with what I saw from Tatum and Brown today. Neither one of them shot particularly well from three, but did a great job of forcing the issue where it was working. Uh, wow! Nineteen free throws from Tatum is kind of crazy. Missed yeah, four, you got one. to the
1: line. <laughs> yeah,
2: these guys hate making free throws. Um, but good on him for forcing it and getting to the line yes. because I'm all for that. Like, I'd rather see you. I mean, I hate watching miss free throws, but I'd for sure rather to see them do that than miss a bunch of threes because they're just settling. Uh, he he did a great job. Obviously, anytime you have thirty nine and you're shooting above fifty percent, I'm gonna be happy. I also thought his defense was fantastic, especially to close this one out. He was all over the place. He was making things difficult on guys and just inspired basketball from your two star players in a game that was up for grabs, especially down the stretch. It got to seven. I think after they were up, what, 15 in the fourth, they had a decent size lead in the fourth and it it trickled down to seven, but they closed it out. Also, Shame on Jason Kidd for fouling. <laughs> it was like a minute and 15 left. He's fouling. Like what?
1: Mm. Yeah. You wanted a chance, man. They <laughs> <laughs> didn't have a chance in that one. Action. Uh, another good assist game for the Celtics. They were swinging it well. 26 in this one on 41 made baskets. That's pretty good if you ask me. Uh, they had 31 against the Rockets too, which again, good ratio there um they haven't had below 20 assists in game they've only had that like one salt two three they haven't had it in a while i was looking through um mm-hmm. jays were awesome like you said uh got to the line they forced the issue not only that they forced an issue in a game where the refs were very hesitant to call anything in the first half like the refs were being very um loose with the whistle not in like a bad way but they were letting like letting the, letting the guys play jason tatum jalen brown made them call these calls because they got to the hoop and they got into the teeth of defense and they forced them to to make a call because there was so much contact. So credit to them for that. 4 assists, 5 assists for Brown and Tatum respectively. That's great. You love to see that. Uh Pritchard, good game off the bench. Didn't shoot particularly well, but 7 rebounds, 6 assists. Uh he was crashing the glass super well for them. Just a good all-around game. And and one that you would want to see after a um after a tough win in Houston on the second night of a back-to-back without Kristaps Porzingis uh, and O'Shaverson, Sam. Sorry, my bad. Uh, but good yeah. game. We go. Well, they did this in, like, a impressive fashion,
2: too. Like, yesterday in Houston felt a little different. I don't know if it's because we didn't see monster games from Tatum and Brown. I know Brown had the triple-double. But, like, scoring-wise, where they could take over the game and really have it in the palm of their hand, controlling everything. And it was Porzingis that had to step up in the fourth quarter. today. Those two guys spearheaded the closing of this game. Tatum brought it on defense. He got out and ran in transition, and Jalen made the tough shots. That's championship level basketball from your top two players. And the calmness within the rest of the team was also extremely impressive. To circle back to Pritchard, he did have like a crazy impactful game without shooting particularly well. He literally had like the same off. Shooting numbers that Hauser had, with seven rebounds and six assists. Yeah, <laughs> Hauser made <laughs> three. Uh,
1: he made one. Come on,
2: he did. He he <laughs> made one, and he was one of two. He just didn't really have yeah. a lot of opportunities today. But I really get excited when we see Pritchard do the extra stuff because I just think he's mm-hmm. a little different in the sense that he's got that ball handling, shot creation ability. And if he's able to tap into that a bit off the bench, this team is going to be that much more dangerous. He's kind of stepped into a role where he's doing just about what Malcolm Brogdon would do to a lesser degree. He's not six men of the year. He's not playing to that level. But he's giving the team what they need off the bench, and he's doing Uh it in a way where it's under control. Excellent work. Drew Uh Holiday shooting 12 threes on 13 (laughs) shots is kind of weird. He made them. He was open. No, they're good shots. Yeah, but it's just a strange way for him to be used. I know we've seen line. him. What'd you say?
1: I said it's a strange stat line for him for yeah. sure.
2: Yeah, it sure is. Like it, it's just kind of weird. I didn't hate it. I have no problem with him taking him. Like his threes were good shots. That's not what I'm saying. Just like, wow, like they didn't even need him to do anything. Like no. he had like basically the day off after not <laughs> playing yesterday. They said just stand yeah. out there, catch, and shoot, and you're good. You're good. Al Horford, another good game,
1: dude. It is so nuts that the Celtics can be down their starting center and just say, yeah, we have Al. We'll just throw Al Horford in there. Don't worry about it. Like that, that is such a absurd luxury that this team has. That's it's just, uh, every time KP's out, I, I get a kick out of just like, Oh yeah, we'll just slide, uh, an all defensive caliber, sharp shooting, big man who can switch on the perimeter mm-hmm. into the starting lineup. Like that exists anywhere. <laughs> like that's just, that's just it's the thing. Every team like- has, how last season Blake Griffin would be that guy for them where They're like
2: supercharged, <laughs> yeah, Exactly. Like yeah. Blake Griffin would step in after like not playing in X amount of games when Horford needed the night off and he would start and he would do a pretty decent job because he was getting a good chunk of playing time. Mm-hmm. But Al Horford is doing all that stuff. Plus he's playing really good defense and being reliable on that end of the floor. And he's shooting super high from three. He's super reliable. He is in the, I think it's going in every time he shoots a club. Mm, is he yeah
1: <clears throat> interesting that he's in there and hauser's not i feel like i guess horford's been what have hot you done for me lately yeah you're very short-sighted um actually i guess hauser has been hot enough he's shooting better than horford on the season i suppose i don't oh, know I the season, feel yes. that's good uh, i mean like
2: probably in the last like five games
1: <laughs> no i know what you mean i know what you mean um yeah man awesome awesome game luca was Pretty good in this game, too. He, he's I forgot how much I did watch. test Luca 33, 18, 13, and two. And that's not even the best stat line of the night. How crazy is that? Wait, you uh, said what? He had 33,
2: not, that, not not the stat line, what you said before that.
1: He's nuts, like what he uh, does. Like, he's, I you he's said just he was crazy. crazy
2: to watch, I'm like, I hate that. Guy.
1: No, 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 no. I said he's crazy. <laughs> yeah, like he, he, the way he, dude, there was one play where he literally just dribbled the ball, walked down the lane, and was just like, just like, whoop. Just flicked it up just just got it in and then another one he got fouled by Pretchard and he just went like this and it just went in anyways like what are you doing like crazy make yeah insane insane he's incredible uh he 18 rebounds counted
2: so Mickey Mouse 18 rebounds because like five of them came off of like a bunch of misses right under the basket it was like Nimi stat padding type thing
1: Fine, 13 rebounds with five off like hey I you still take 13 rebounds from your guard I can't Kyrie, stand watching yeah. this
2: guy play, man. He cries. Kyrie, no mo- he is he is the worst crybaby in the NBA. He, he might be he worse does. than LeBron.
1: Yes, yeah, he, he's definitely up there. Kyrie was also solid in this one. He made some threes, made some shots. I thought the Celtics defended him all right. He made some tough looks. Derek Lively's good, real good. Yeah, he, he good didn't play on but he is. Yeah, he's a good player. And then
2: they needed that after last year. They had nobody.
1: Our guy, Sam, Mr. Grant. Grant.
2: He has perished. Grant <laughs> just tough to watch.
1: <clears throat> he's not good.
2: That was a bad. Great game,
1: real bad. That was it's
2: weird because, like, we know Grant's not bad. Yes, like he's bad in like a we like to make fun of him way, but he's legitimately not a bad player.
1: Yeah, I'll just I'm just gonna you'll know, play this on the screen real quick. Just Let's see, we can talk through it, but uh.
2: I didn't know what this was until I I saw him take off.
1: <laughs> wait, wait. Hold up, I need to find a video. Uh, this and is the most perfect. <laughs> Grant just, the, it's just the the complete and utter rag. You got you got baby Brode by Jason Tatum. He just Tatum was just like, nah, you're not getting that shot off. Um, listen, I I like Grant. We all know this. Anybody who's listened to the pod for more than X amount of time, anybody who's listened to us through last season knows that I am a Grant Williams fan. I think he's an effective player when he's at his best. Uh, I think he's an important guy to have uh, when he can be defending centers and when he's hitting his threes. If he's not hitting his threes, value goes down by a lot. Yeah. If, if he's not defending as well, value goes down by a lot. Both of those presented themselves in this game. Not very good. (laughs) Still the funniest guy ever. Just look at him laying there. I need to find a video because I want to compare it to this, but I don't know where. Do you know the video of the. Is it the Joker who just ends up like ragdolling and, and skidding across the ground? Do you know the video I'm talking about? Uh. uh what is the rag-dolling video? Ragdolling and skidding no. across the ground? God damn it. I don't At I the don't end know. of the Dark Knight, no, he either.
2: falls out of the. The building it's, i don't he, think it's, it's not, not the joker
1: it's not the joker it's like a guy falling in a crowd and he's like skidding across the, the floor i i don't know how to explain it but just my point is watch grant's body just like lifelessly ragdoll across the ground after this <laughs> just,
2: just yeah it's called this, he wants to flop
1: this this point in time is just like cooked <laughs> he's just he's just done <laughs>
2: I just love oh, how angry man. Tatum was at the end of that play, like talking shit to Grant. And then there was the weird Grant wraps up Jalen Brown play, which was harmless, yeah. but it just looked weird because everyone kind of got like all like, whoa, but like obviously they're not like mad at each other. Mm. It's just yeah. I, I love Grant. He is such like a like nerd, loser, hardo, wants to be tough guy. And it's so great mm. to watch because these guys right. love to fuck with them.
1: It's very fun. It's very fun. Um, I don't know what else there is. This is a pretty straightforward uh, game. Uh, comments can let us know if we forgot anything.
2: Jalen highlights. Luca had no answer for him. Put him on his ass.
1: <laughs> weird offensive lulls again they didn't last as long as in other games but there were just like a few possessions in a row here and there where they just like stopped playing offense the right way which was frustrating and they got ended up being bailed out by tatum and brown but it does feel like in the second half lately and i, I you felt it a little in this game that the celtics just go away from the offense that works um not a good trend don't like it um but didn't end up biting them in the ass in this game so it's okay Actually, we have 29- second
2: half totals
1: yeah, it's not as bad as I thought. So they had 24 in the first, 41 in the second, which was first half of 65. And then second, third quarter, 29, 25 in the fourth for 54, 54. And they won the third quarter, 29 to 24. So not terrible overall. So just it just felt a little off at times. Only six turnovers too, which is good.
2: They've been taking care of the ball quite a bit lately. Even in that loss to Denver, they <laughs> took care of it.
1: Not great against... Um... Houston, but other than that, yeah, they had 16 against Houston, but they, they were good in Denver. Good, good tonight. Um, but it hasn't been outside of that Houston game, it hasn't been 15 plus since Indiana on the eighth. So good, good. Um, not that 15 is the bar, but you know what I'm saying. Anyways, any final thoughts for you to get out of here? Good win over the match. Yeah, no, good uh, win. Solid play. A couple team. days off. <laughs> yeah, rest up for Miami. Big game. Big I'm game. so happy we
2: have an easier Wednesday.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Getting back on the schedule of just being able to put out the the game recaps as their own videos, which I enjoy. I like that makes my life easier.
2: Makes the pods easier though. Just I know. Show up, do like 40 minutes. And then Much easier
1: should... to. Uh, I know, but it's harder for me to edit because I can't edit it till after the game, so I have to wait oh, and then edit the whole sucks. thing late at night. You know what I'm saying? Like I can edit it yeah. at like 6 p.m. Uh, when we do it in the in the off days, but. Speaking of that, I'm going to go edit. We're going to throw it back over to our past selves uh, for the rest of the show.
0: Well, the NFL season is wrapping up, but there is still time to get on the action with FanDuel, America's number one sports Right now, new customers get 150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's pretty good math, right? That's 150 bucks in bonus bets, win or lose. The app is so easy to use, and there are so many different ways to bet, like live same-game parlays. Find bets in the new Explore tab, make a parlay in the Parlay Hub, the best way to find popular parlays, and more. So visit Fanduel.com slash Boston and make your first bet a layup. Fanduel, official partner of the NFL. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Fanduel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino, LLC. First online real money wager only, $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, Kentucky, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Tennessee, and Virginia. Call one 800 nextstep or text NEXTSTEP to 53342 in Arizona. 1-888-789-7777, or visit ccpg.org chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700, or visit ksgamblinghelp.com in Kansas, 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net in West Virginia, or call 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gamblinghelplinema.org or call 800-327-5050 for 24-7 support in Massachusetts or call 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY in New York.
1: All right. Hopefully we were there after a win uh, so it wasn't miserable. Uh, you know, just, just don't just hopefully it wasn't miserable for me. That's, that's what I'm hoping for. Uh, but regardless, I have um,
2: hope I get to ruin your night.
1: I, the worst part of that, I feel like it's genuine, which annoys me because I feel like you genuinely take pleasure in getting, it. yeah, no. which is so like, I think it's funny. It. I don't, I don't like, I'm not like, I'm
2: happy. I upset Jack. I just you're think like
1: it's a, funny. You're like a sociopath.
2: The the funny is I actually, I don't. No, I actually do think that is the correct sociopath <laughs> definition. But when we were doing uh, talking Seas, that was excellent.
0: <laughs> first you guys thing didn't we have... watch
2: it. Go, go watch talking Seas from yesterday. <laughs> Jack was none too pleased at one point in the trivia.
1: Multiple points. The first thing we have is Sam is comparing the Celtics to the Chiefs. Uh, I'll let you explain this. I I understand where you're coming from, but it's your thing. So I'll I'll let you rock. Then I'll get my thoughts. So the Celtics
2: are playing tonight. Yesterday, the Chiefs played and they won. They beat the Buffalo Bills and they made their sixth straight AFC title game, which is the NFL equivalent of the Eastern Conference Finals, pretty much. Uh, In doing so, all I've heard about is how the Chiefs have done this and. You know, if you pay attention to any sports media, you hear about the Chiefs all the time. You hear about Pat Mahomes. You hear about how great they are, Taylor Swift. Uh, But the Celtics are kind of the Chiefs, except they're not as good. But they are the Chiefs. So the Celtics have made five of seven, as of right now, Eastern Conference Finals, hoping to make six of eight this year. They've had that similar sustained success where they're just always in it. I don't really know if they are at the scary level as the Chiefs. Like I don't think you're like another teams fan and you're like, I don't want to play the Celtics. But they're definitely there. Like they're they're not everyone's first choice to play in the playoffs. They've also had like very similar paths to success. Celtics picked Tatum in twenty seventeen. Chiefs picked Mahomes in twenty seventeen. They have run into several guys on the way to trying to win a championship. First, the Chiefs had Brady, which everyone around here knows. Brady beat them in 2018 in the AFC Championship, then beat them in the Super Bowl a couple years later. The Celtics ran into LeBron several times. But they played him in 17 and 18. Uh, that was Tatum's first big playoff series was the LeBron one. And I mean, it went seven games. It was kind of heartbreaking the way it ended and you really thought the Celtics were going to get past him. And they didn't. Then they finally get to the finals. So this is like a LeBron slash Steph Curry. They had to play these guys thing because they finally get over the hump of not making the finals. And another one of the game's greats is they're waiting for them. Steph Curry. And they come up short against him. So Kansas city's equivalent, of those two is just one guy, it's Brady with two different teams, so kind of two guys. But they had that too. So, not only do they have guys that like they really couldn't deal with, but they've also had guys that they can always deal with. For the Chiefs, we saw yesterday, they always beat the Bills. Is this the third time, fourth time that they've beaten the Bills in the playoffs with this current like group on both sides?
1: That's a great question. I can look, at I think up, it's I at least know.
2: three, a lot of times.
1: Three times. Three times.
2: So three in the, the past Bills, four
1: seasons. So, like, a lot. Three,
2: three in the past four years. Okay. So, the Bills are the uh, NFL equivalent of the Philadelphia 76ers. Same colors. <laughs> same round. They always lose in the second mm-hmm. round. Actually, did the Bills make the AFC Championship last year or No. no? Uh,
1: I know they actually, lost to Kansas
2: City, but I don't know if they got that far.
1: You asked me a lot of questions about football. I'm I can sorry. rattle them off about about basketball, but... Uh no, it was the Chiefs Bengals in 2023.
2: Okay. So yeah, second round merchants is uh Bills. Bills also looking like the Sixers in that in that fashion. Bills have Billy made does. the
1: AFC championship once though. So they are okay, better did. than the Sixers. But- okay, but they always lose. They still yeah. always lose. Yeah.
2: So like if you're a Chiefs fan and you see that the Bills are gonna come up in the next round of the playoffs, you're laughing. And there's probably like yeah. 5% of Chiefs fans that are like, well maybe this is the Bills year. Like they have to beat the Chiefs at some point. That was me last year with the Celtics Sixers. Did not appear to be the case. But if you really want to dive deep into that, Bills lost two heartbreaking games against Kansas City last year, was the overtime one where they just like needed to get a stop to win the game and Kansas City got a field goal in 13 seconds. Then this year they missed the field goal. Philly lost games 6 and 7 last year to Celtics. Same thing. And then, uh, yeah, I mean, that's pretty much it. But there's there's like a lot there. It's kind of weird how similar they've been. The Celtics just don't win. They don't finish the job. And they very rarely actually make the finals.
1: <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, the big difference there being the Chiefs have actually won two teams. Ta- two well, they play championships. football. Uh, they also do play football. That is a big difference. I see it, though. I, I see what you're saying. Um, <clears throat> I wonder if the better example would be the Bengals right now because they, have, they haven't they have had the same sustained success, but they have made the finals. They did lose, and they have made multiple um, conference championship appearances. They have. But it hasn't been as They made both. Oh,
2: because yeah, they lost cause... last year. They made the one and where they, they won.
1: Mm-hmm. Or... That was it, though. So it's only two. So it's not exactly the same, but um, <clears throat> they have also not won. But yeah, no, I I definitely see the comparisons. The Chiefs sustained success is very similar to, um, the Celtics. And then I don't know if you even talked about the players, but like Tatum is is he around the same age? No, he's younger than Mahomes. But he's they younger because of the, the
2: the college rules. But they got drafted the same year, twenty seventeen.
1: Yeah. So do you want to do celebrity fans?
2: Taylor Swift. And I think the Chiefs take uh, your pick.
1: I think the Chiefs win, right? Celebrity fans for sure. They have another yeah. big celebrity fan who I'm forgetting. Is it, um, isn't Jason's today gets a big Chiefs fan? He is. He's from Kansas City. Yeah. Okay. And, um, so is the guy from Modern Family.
2: Oh, yeah. Name? Eric Stone Street. Eric Stone. Yeah. yeah Eric He's Stone
1: another Street. Another one. Yeah. I think they beat, so they, they definitely That's win a the That's good pull, Jack. Uh, <clears throat> thank you. Good show, Modern Family. Eric Stone Street's awesome, too. He did a, uh, I, I know him because he did a, um, a gag there was like a prank where he dressed up as andy reed and went to the practice and started walking around and messing with the chiefs players uh, but anyways no i definitely see the, the similarities uh, i know you're writing about it for celtics blog so i'm sure you'll go into detail and, and explain it even more there but um it makes sense and i i do think it's relevant with the uh the bills once again or the sixers i guess once again get loose yeah maybe
2: maybe the Bills <laughs> sixers uh Liberty Ballers article is really where they should be going.
1: (laughs) Someone should bring that up. Poor guys. Brutal. But, um, yeah, I think uh, there wasn't much Celtic stuff. The Mavs game is going to take up a majority of this. But we can uh, jump on over to the email here. Uh, But first, we do have to do some what's popping. And I will also say, Sam, there was one what's popping comment. So we have one. That's it. Spin the wheel. We gotta respond. We gotta. We gotta uh, remind people comment what's popping on the video for a chance to win a ten dollars gift card to Pop Nito. Please comment what's popping. This time, however, let's uh, spin the wheel and see who's who's it gonna be. (laughs) He has been begging, and so I didn't feel bad for being one person because Dave has desperately wanted to pop. Oh yeah, Dave was in the uh, the stream last night, so he's earned it. Dave, you know what to do. Email us at hbtcpod with your name and phone number. Uh, we'll get you hooked up, get you a gift card for InPopNito. Uh, Anyone reminder, who has been again, wanting
2: to win this must yeah. be in shambles that they didn't do it this time. I know. Like, this was the time to play.
1: Mm-hmm. And again, a reminder, uh, put a comment down below. What's popping for a chance to win a $10 gift card to Impopnito? Anyways, uh, <clears throat> let's jump on over to the emails, see what y'all have to say. You can email us at, with your thoughts at hptcpod at gmail.com. We'll start with the GOAT, <clears throat> RJ. <clears throat> wow, long oh, one. <laughs> catch my breath here what's well, popping a mid-season nba rat list we'll go one by one so i don't oh, die I like this i'm in lack of air afternoon guys 41 to know what have been nicest after the denver game beating the defending champs would have been nice world peace would you get the drift i'm not terribly upset about last night's game it's a playoff edition game the celtics learned some things about themselves one thing I noticed in the third quarter was the first the Celtics just play better when they start possessions, treating everyone equally in the offense and let the ball find the open man. The stretch where they went on nine all run in the third had a lot of sets where the Jays run the wings and move the ball to KPTY. Now, anyways, here's my mid-year rat list for the league. References annotated as needed. Okay, again, I'm going to go one by one uh, so I don't all the way in, uh, <laughs> so I don't lose my breath. Thank you, right, RJ, one. in advance. <laughs> The pose. You know the one. The guy takes the three and stands there with the shooting arm up, wrist bent, regardless of whether the ball went in or not, uh, or not, ignoring the game action. Could you get involved in the rebound action or get back on defense? No. You're too busy posing for your ESPN TNT close-up. Close seconds. The after-dunk flex. The flop and whine while the game is in progress.
2: A lot of flop and sure. whine on the Celtics.
1: Or a lot <laughs> I don't the Celtics. mind the... uh I don't mind the after dunk flex as long as it doesn't impact the getting back on defense. I'm fine. That's I'm okay with. I understand the pose. However, I feel I like I haven't noticed fun. the pose that much. Have you noticed the pose? Not as much by the Celtics. You know who does do it? Ironically, Derek White. Derek White poses a lot after the shot, but he, he, mostly, does do does it, he, he yeah. mostly does it. He he mostly does it when there's a timeout though. So I don't mm-hmm. think it impacts his defense. So I, and I think the point of the rat list here is when it impacts your ability to get back on defense. So completely understandable. Fair. All right. Next one. Uh, dubious technicals. The NBA doesn't want people to hang on the rim. That's fine. Don't want to show up the refs. That's fine too. Give players a verbal warning for the first one and move on. Whistling guys for trying to control their descent from a dunk is ludicrous. Yes, agree. No Fair. argument.
2: Referees are just invested in neck braces. They've got stock in whatever company makes them. They're like, please break your neck. Please break your neck. Please break your neck. I mean, the Tatum one over Peyton Watson was insane on Friday. That's crazy, yeah. Flying down the court in transition. <laughs> loud dunk. He's going super fast. He's just supposed to let go. How is that How is that safe? Mm-hmm. Was it the pull-up on the rim? I guess. Like, if you really want to be like, that was yeah. the thing that he shouldn't have done. I I guess, like, you could do that as a taunt. But, I don't know. Let's, let's make players say, not dying the priority instead of no showboating.
1: I think the pull-up thing was also... I don't think he saw where Peyton Watson was at the time. So I don't know if he knew if Peyton oh, Watson fair. fell or came down. So he's probably just pulling up to take a look and then get down. You know what I'm saying? That's very funny. That was definitely part of it. I so didn't I think of I that. think it was I think it was lame overall. Cause he's not fucking you want him to be actively looking for if there are players below him when he's dunking the ball. That's stupid.
2: Anyways. I think the NBA really just wants guys to like fall on their necks
1: <clears throat> of all the things to be picky about I think it's dumb. I agree. Next one from RJ, the perpetual, what foul guys? Yeah. The refs blow it sometimes, but you have much more credibility with them. If you aren't doing your best, Alfred E Newman impersonation after every whistle. Yes. He got hit on the arm. Uh, you, that was you with a fistful of Jersey on the pick and roll. Stop looking so shocked. Uh, the asterisks, Alfred E. Newman was an iconic character from Mad Magazine. Look him up while I sit here and feel. <laughs> okay. Do you know who
2: that is? Did you know that <laughs> no, before do you, you do? said that? I didn't know. Yes.
1: Agree. Um, yes, agree.
2: Celtics do I it see too much. Tatum. Yeah, I know who this is. A lot of palms up from Tatum.
1: Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, it's bad. I agree. <laughs> it's it's whack. Get back on defense. Uh, <clears throat> Next one. NBA writers quote. Uh, who don't use trade checkers. I'm not talking about Joe Fan, who takes to Twitter to suggest their version of Alex Caruso to whomever or wants their team to sign Gordon Hayward if the Hornets cut him. Fans get to Fan. Nah, these are the NBA equivalents of influencers who think they can build a brand by suggesting half-assed trades that have no merit just to get clicks. Do your research or go back to calling uh, into your local radio show. I've said this a million times. Just fucking Google NBA trade machine. It's so easy to not put out illegal trades. It is the easiest thing ever. It's also, like, kind of funny, like, RJ has a point, like, people just do
2: this, wouldn't you care? Like, you don't want that attached to your name? Like, I wouldn't want someone to go to an article I wrote and be like, hey, dumbass, Yeah, that doesn't actually work, you can't do that. Like, I would never post something that I didn't know was actually valid.
1: I've had it happen before with very minute things like I'll use Fanspo, and and it turns out like the Mavericks actually traded or that the pick they have in there is protected so they can't trade it. So I've like included that type of thing. But like the salary thing like or you could just do math like you could just do math in your head. It's not that hard like that always gets me just you know. Caruso makes nine million. Pritchard and and uh, one salary makes six. That you can't do that. It's not that difficult to think of. Like what are we doing? It's crazy. Anyways, next thing, the no thought two for one. This one's for you, Sam. I get it. Maximizing your scoring opportunities is important, but let's do the math here. I get the ball with thirty three seconds left in the period for me to get two shots. I have to run my offense in under nine seconds. Really, I have to run it around four or five seconds in order to get four or five seconds back after my opponent's possession. What the hell kind of good look am I going to get in either of those windows? Even if I have the ball with 38 seconds to go, full shot clock and 14 seconds, uh, 14 second reset after a miss. I still need to get the ball across midcourt, run a play of some sort and fire a shot within seven seconds to give me another seven seconds on the back ends. What winds up happening is uh, the twofer makes the, takes two crappy shots to their opponents, one good attempt. Uh, that's bad math at the worst of it. Stop doing it.
2: So I am 1000% on a slow day going to go back and watch the end of every single quarter. And Mm. we're going to figure out if it's worth it for the Celtics, because Mm. I I initially like pitched the idea to Celtics blog, like a little while ago. And Keith was like, uh, someone has done that before. And like, it does check out, but I mean, for this team specifically, because I'm watching all these games And Mm -hmm. I don't come up with thoughts for nothing. Like, even if the stats don't always say it, like we had the Sam Houser thing. Like, there is a reason I feel the way I feel. Like, I no longer believe when Houser shoots the ball, it's going to go in every single time. Something had to change to where that changed. For me to Mm -hmm. think the two for one is a bunch of shit, there's a reason for that. Maybe it's Scal just, like, gassing it up every single time just for it not to work. Mm -hmm. But I just can't conceptualize, how two rush shots like that are any good when you can pick your spots and get the best look to close out a quarter. I get the math will tell you two shots, two chances to make the shot, but I don't know, man. Like, I don't want to see guys just sprint up the floor and throw up a three.
1: I understand what you're saying. Um I stand on the math. I know it hasn't been great this season. I still think like it's fine and they're okay with it because i think joe Mazzulla has emphasized a lot this year like realistically as as not math as it is like in those very minute specific scenarios the more shots you get up the better right like you outshoot your opponent like that's how they've approached threes right they don't shoot the best percentage in the league but they take a lot more and they make a lot more than everybody else and it works out that way so um it's been bad this year at times and i i don't think you're crazy for thinking that i'm curious to know if you actually do end up looking into it and seeing but um i we'll think speak. i swear to god i am it's gonna happen but last thing on the two for one
2: there's a read the room situation with the two for one because the close of a quarter is extremely important. there are times you cannot afford to dick around and just be like well maybe we'll make one of these or maybe we'll make both like sometimes you don't really need to gamble at the end of quarters you don't you don't need to like play with fire risk the other team getting an opportunity to make up points on you if you already have a lead like the Denver game on Friday is a great example there was two that they fucked up where, Tatum rushed one and holiday rushed the other. I know some of the comments disagreed with me on the holiday one. That's whatever you can disagree. The I
1: holiday, the holiday one, one was okay.
2: The stretch of the holiday one was worse though. After his shot, they don't even get the, the defensive rebound and they have to rush a Pritchard three after it. Like you just took two quick threes because you're going by principle.
1: It just mm. doesn't
2: make sense to me.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it is what it is. Uh, Next one from RJ tip out rebounds. Grab the damn ball with both hands. Not in position to do that. Well, learn to get in position. Damn it, Olsha. You should never let a rebound hit the floor. Never tip in in rebounds uh, on offense are marginally better, but like any shot, you've got to practice them to make them count in the game. Otherwise, remember the three G's grab the rebound, gather yourselves quickly, and go back up. I disagree. I think the tip out rebounds would be good. We talked about it last night. Like, I I think think it's uh,
2: both, but I think they're valuable in some points.
1: Yeah, I think it's far too. I, what's i don't know the right word for it i don't think it's fair to say just grab the rebound or get in position for it it's the nba you're not always gonna be able to do that so by tipping it out like you're creating more opportunities because like if that's all you can do that's all you could do you're not always going to be able to just find yourself in position to grab the rebound like and if you're not in position to grab the rebound what would you rather them just like not go for it i, I think the tip outs have been fine this year and i think they've worked for the celtics to be honest <clears throat> so i'm okay with it but yeah yeah that's my like,
2: take Tap for music was in our common he slapping the ball off the boards is terrible. I'm shocked that anyone who knows basketball would recommend it. It's ineffective and lazy. Control is more important and efficient. And like, I do agree with that to an extent. I replied to myself, I think there's some value in both, but I can see that just grab it angle. It just feels like tap outs have been effective for the Celtics lately. Like they've done a good job. Several of their big time, like possessions where they got like four or five offensive rebounds have been because of that.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And there's definitely a reason also- they're doing it. It feels like a new trend for them. Do you feel well? Also, they've been doing it all year.
1: I think it's it's new. I think they've been doing it a decent amount all year. I do think the offensive rebounding as a whole has been new this year. I think that's been a new point of evidence. My thing is, and this is not a shot at you, RJ. Like I understand your reasoning or the commenter, but like you can't say just grab it. Like that's not how rebounding works. You're not always going to be in the position to perfectly just grab it. A lot of times we've saw. Honestly, do you know what's happened earlier in the season? We we looked at Luke Cornett he was kind of struggling rebounding. Honestly, he was struggling because he couldn't grab the ball because people were fighting him. And he's not realistically, he's a big dude, but he's not the strongest guy on the court. He's just large, just what it is. And so he would grab it. He'd get slapped away. He wouldn't be able to control it by being the tallest guy on the court. He can get to the ball first and smack it out in a controlled way to the guys in the perimeter. Right. And I think that's why it's working better to some degree. And so I I think there is value to the tap out rebound. Obviously. And, Obviously, you would rather them grab the ball and control it. That's not what I'm saying. If you have the, like, if Luke Cornett is, has box out and has it, grab it first. Obviously. But I, I don't think they are replacing easy rebounds with tap outs. I think they're tapping it out when they cannot grab the rebound. And I, I think that's unfair to say just grab it. If they could just grab it. They would. <laughs> These tap outs are not in no, place true. of the normal rebounds. They are in in addition to them because they can't always be in position to do it. And for what it's worth, the corner crashing the Celtics have emphasized, they will go in and try to get it. But with that much momentum and other guys already in position, sometimes the slap out is the only thing that's available. So I do think there's value to it because I don't think it's instead of grabbing it. I think it is in addition to grabbing it, and that's not being accounted for with these arguments. Yeah. No,
2: I mean, there's definitely situations where it's just not possible. And that, that's fair. Mm-hmm
0: Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA member FDSE.
1: Yeah, so that's my my thing. Okay, uh, let's see. Next one from RJ. We got is uh shooting to draw the foul this made a lot more sense back in the Paul Pierce of James Harden heydays when you can get a foul call by sweeping your arms up through the defense you can still do that get contact and get a shooting foul these days drive like you're going to attempt a good shot you don't have to uh if you don't have a good shot pass it out to a teammate do not fire a random shot in the middle uh, of incident until at best contact uh and then mean mug the ref because they rightly ignored your weak sauce game uh, and then R.J. said, okay, that's enough vitriol. I'll end on a happy request. Uh, we'll do this after. But this this shooting's really foul. I don't think the Celtics have been doing this too much this year. Tatum's done it a few times, but um, I think for the most part, they've been okay. Derek White's also done it a couple times. but I, I hate when guys do this, Fair.
2: even even guys on the team. Like, if Tatum does it and I'm watching a game with my dad, I'll be like, that's awful. Like, he should not get rewarded for that. I don't think they should get rewarded for this. I think the swipe-throughs are a bit different because that's actually natural. Like, I think, like, if you watch Porzingis, right,
1: it's the way you reach, is, I teach. You reach, I teach.
2: Yeah. If he's at the free throw line, turns around and, and moves the ball to his shooting side and goes up and gets hit, it's a little different. But the jumping into guys and hoping that they blow the whistle is there's no place for that. It's terrible. Uh,
1: yeah. I think. Let me question. So if Chris stops. So Chris stops. You said that the sweep through is fine. What if Jason Tatum does it at a three point line?
2: It is a funny question. I because think on it's it the same. Different.
1: Because it's the same exact thing, but you dislike the concept of bad threes, and so I think you're going to think it's worse. I do,
2: and and I think you nailed it's it. Not like the,
1: I, it's the same thing, though.
2: It's. Can you let me explain it? Sure. I think when you're inside like Porzingis, there's always going to be a defender there. That's how it goes. Those shots don't come easy in basketball. You're not really creating open looks at the free throw line. It's just not how it goes. Three-pointers are different. There's not a lot of room in the game for guys to just, like, take three pointers if they're heavily contested. And if you do, it's kind of a bad shot. I think if you're looking to create a bad shot like that, it's different than if you're at the free throw line and doing it. Because that's not necessarily a bad shot. Especially from a Porzingis perspective where he's taller than everybody.
1: <clears throat> so if the arm is out like this, and I'm I'm just reaching my about for audio listeners, arm is out like this and Porzingis sweeps through and draws the contacts and shoots it and gets the foul call versus Tatum doing it with arm out like this same thing same exact like positioning from the defender sweep through th- three-point line i think that's the same thing
2: i think if they're both at the three-point line it's both bad
1: i i think it's the same thing it, Porzingis i guess is trying to draw the foul i understand I, I guess if you can both, understand the, the three-point
2: line is different to me
1: it i just agree okay that's fine I, that's why i asked because i figured you'd think that um I just said that's enough vitriol, and then a happy request. Do either? I will say actually, I, I do. I, I understand it a little bit because I do think there's probably a better likelihood that Kristaps will make it, regardless at the three-throw three line than the three point line with Tatum. So I, I guess I can understand it from that perspective. But I do think the concept of going to draw the foul purely, like without trying to make the shot and just going for the foul, is the same concept, regardless of where you. I going also to
2: think for. Porzingis just shoots like that.
1: I don't think so. He shoots. He shoots like this. He's when he. He does, through, he but he like
2: this. He often brings the ball as a a sweep through, but, like, that's what he does. Like, that's his post move. Like, you're not really turning and posting up at the three-point line. Like, Embiid does it in the paint, too. Like, he swipes through and gets guys' arms caught. I just – I I think the, the shot quality thing should matter. It should matter.
1: Last thing from RJ. Okay, that's enough vitriol. And then a happy request to either of you. The screen capture from when KP leaned down and kissed D-White's bald head in the third quarter. It was priceless. Be well. We posted it as a short on the channel uh, if you'd like to go check it out, RJ. We we, we predicted it. Sam said uh, there's more space for D-White to kiss. And then look at Kristaps Porzingis go. Hey,
2: more, um, more service area on the bald head. Got
1: 6.8,000 views on the YouTube short, so go check it out. Nice. <laughs> um. All right, next thing uh, from, I think RJ had another one. Yep, 12 hours ago from RJ. What's popping too legit to quit? <clears throat> this was after the Celtics-Rockets game. Happy Sunday evening, guys. The double dose of Celtics victories today. Up north in Maine, the lobster lads still electric. Good name. Lit up the baby heat, 131 to 125. Even without Jordan Walsh, J.D. Davison, um... Even without Jordan Walsh, comma, JD Davison, who had 36.7 rebounds, 10 assists, and Drew Peterson with 30 points, 8 rebounds, 3 assists, led five main players in double figures. Peterson was also on fire from deep, going six for eight. Maybe we'll see both of them get some time with the big club later this year. In Houston, it was interesting to see what Ime Udoka cooked up and how the Celtics responded. It appeared that the Rockets were selling out hard on Tatum and Brown, willing to commit two and even three defenders uh, on them while other defenders were trading into the passing lanes rather than guarding players to frustrate them both. So coach Missoula countered with the lineup of equivalent of pulling the chair and sat both Jason and Jalen for the last five 30 of the second quarter. The result both left the Rockets confused and got the Celtics moving the ball more crisply, closing out of the half on a 19 to 12 run. The second half was more of a slog, but everyone found ways to contribute. KP got 32 points and avoided fouling out. JT offset four for 17 night from the field with nine of 12 at the line. Brown and white each collected 11 rebounds. While JB posted a triple double, not a pretty win, but a win nonetheless. Also shout out Luke Cornett. Uh, and yeah, win is a win that's where we stand a win is a win got got the win at the end you shoot
2: in the luke cornet there i double I did, checked yeah. the screen i was like did he write that no he didn't no
1: i said it i said it and shout shameless. To luke Cornett. yeah of course shameless luke cornet's a beast i i, I think may rank not interesting to this though <laughs> yes i agree too i was i was just saying i i will unabashedly take any chance I can to praise Luke Cornette because I think he gets an unfair amount of hate. So I got to offset it somehow. But I do think the loop, the email thing is interesting. And I I think to something that we've both been talking about, please credit Joe when he does something good and not just bash on him when you don't think he's doing something good, even when you're wrong. Like, like I credit Joe for his uh, adjustments in that Rockets game. I think he was great. Um, And not only that, but a lot of people who bash on Joe said, I wish we had email back he outcoached Eme. objectively. He just did. So what do you want? <laughs> okay. I mean, <laughs> come on. <clears throat> All right. Next email from Ryan Hall G league. Quick question, boys. Is Amir? do you think that there's guys in the G league that you'd prefer over speed bait and Stevens? They're basically unplayable unless it's a blowout. And I feel there's better guys who could fill a niche role sucks. We can't get rid of the players. Uh, if we wanted much love, Ryan, uh, maybe there's better guys you'd rather take a chance on, but I don't think it's the fact that the Celtics can't depend on these guys, et cetera, et cetera, and they're not unplayable until it's a blowout. They just are the worst players in the team because the Celtics have a really good team, right? Like, they're not not playing because they're unplayable. Yeah, they're they're not unplayable. They just don't play because they're not good enough for this, like, to to play in this elite Celtics Celtics rotation. Yeah, they'd play on a lot (laughs) of other teams. Like, you know what I'm saying? There are teams out there,
2: like... Svi Mikhail would probably be able to play in the Lakers.
1: I, Sam, I had this exact conversation with Bobby and Cam uh, at a game recently. It was like, how many, how many other teams do you think Svi would be in the rotation for? And they're like, yeah, I don't know, we can't play defense. I go, I bet the Lakers would play him. So, hundred yeah. percent, I agree, hundred percent.
2: Yeah, it's like LeBron yeah. needs shooting. Try him out yep. there, and then if he if he's bad, yep. you can be like, this guy sucks. He doesn't play defense. Uh, <laughs> LeBron needs more help.
1: Sure. Yeah um yeah i just don't know how much better there is out there like what, what are you gonna find like th- there are definitely guys in the g league who you could take a chance on and aren't good but a lot of them are a two-way deals like the celtics found drew peterson so credit them for that right like there there's stuff like that but i don't know i, I don't I'm know if those okay, guys are
2: ready yet down there though like jordan walsh didn't look ready drew peterson definitely doesn't have the body to play no no NBA i'm not
1: yet. i'm not saying um i didn't mean the celtics two-way players i meant like there's a lot of players in the g who play right. well but a lot of them are on two-way contracts with other teams, i.e. the Celtics couldn't get them, right? Like, so it's not yeah, like a lot was... of amazing players are available.
2: The reason I bring those guys up is, like, you can pick out a lot of G League players and you pick something. This why this is why this guy's not in the league. This is why that guy's not in the league. Mm-hmm. With those two, those are two glaring things that just stick out. It's like, they're just not ready. Like, Jordan Walsh isn't yeah. ready. Drew Peterson's not big enough. Walsh really isn't either. So those guys would get abused. It's just, it's the fact of the matter. It's why they do have a G League system because, may not get NBA opportunities, but to Ryan's point, there's still something there with a lot of these guys. There's no point in in having them not play basketball. There's obviously mm-hmm. a great place for them to develop and then maybe be in the league when someone decides it's time.
1: I agree. There I was is. just looking at some uh what? What happened? <laughs>
0: right the the information
2: is back.
1: <laughs> oh, Chris stops is out. Uh why did we get a wosh tweet for it? That's weird. I don't know. Let me tweet it out. I'll, I'll beat Woj. <laughs> All around, I won't beat Woj, but um, interesting. Uh, it's got to be because he played a lot of minutes last night, right?
2: Probably just back to back.
1: Yeah, I'm Big not. Big
2: test for the Celtics coming up. Now they have to be without their best <coughs> player over the weekend.
1: <laughs> Very weird for. Uh, it's
2: not that weird. They've been uh, playing back
1: to back. Woj tweet. Woj tweet is weird. Oh, the Woj That's tweet. What I'm yeah. That's what I was trying to say. Uh, I was looking at guys in the G League just to see, like, oh, is there anybody? Is he right? Like, could there be people? Uh, and I found someone. I was like, I was looking for Kent um Freed. bigger. <laughs> Kenneth Freed. I was looking at bigger forwards. That reminds me, RJ tagged me in a video. They caught up with Kenneth Freed in the G League. So we'll have to watch that maybe at some point. Uh, not today, but. Didn't uh, Justin
2: say Drake. he, like, told him about <laughs> us and he was, like, respect?
1: Yeah, I think so. Something like that. <laughs> Shout out, Justin. Justin lives in Mexico City. Um, I was looking at the G League guys, so I was looking at like, oh, they probably want bigger forwards because they have a, a decent amount of guards already. There is this guy, Andrew Funk, who is shooting well on high volume threes, but he's not shooting well from the field. And I found this guy. I'm like, oh, 46 from the field, 42 from three on 8.8 threes, six rebounds a game, almost four assists. This guy's pretty good. Justin Jackson. And that should tell you all you need to know about G-League players. (laughs)
2: Like, You know what I'm saying? It's tough to judge them off stats because the competition is just
1: different. (laughs) And I will also say, the reason a team like the Heat, and this isn't a shot at the Heat, it's a credit to them. The reason a team like the Heat is able to turn them out because they don't have, like, a set rotation every single year like the Celtics do. So they have room to give these guys minutes to develop them, and then they find the guys. Like, like... Haywood Highsmith, like uh, Duncan Robinson, like Mexers, like Gabe Vincent, because like, they are able to give them significant minutes on a team that's just good overall. So <clears throat> I think that's a, a big difference to note as well. So. And Spolz uh, probably think something Spouse to do with fun. that too. <clears throat> yeah, of course. He's amazing.
2: Knows how to use him the best, get the most out of him. Like we've seen guys leave Miami and just not be there. Like Tyler Johnson 100%. got like $80 million from the Nets and then fucked off.
1: <laughs> yep. Yep. Exactly. Gabe
2: Vincent. I mean, I know he got hurt, but yeah, he's not really doing much for the Lakers. Mm-hmm that kind of thing
1: last email from philip between a drip and a flood hey fellas first off have to thank you again for the huge amount of content you pump out i appreciate your occasional inside the nba style mixed with solid analysis the new shows with bobby are always insightful it's all as if it's my birthday every day and i'm getting a present (laughs) over and over sorry new listeners happy birthday philip uh should we put yeah no, i'm not going to put no. it out it appears to me that jT and jb are still finding it hard to achieve the last bit of synergy together and i think I'm finally seeing why i believe the problem is how both players tend to barely drip in their contributions for a period of times then proceed to flood their contributions right after at times jT is just hanging around on offense the drip uh for minutes and at times while brown cooks at other times jb is taking every dribble and every shot on multiple possessions in a short time uh period the flood you see what I mean? Oftentimes, Jays aren't offense threats at the same times, and we see them struggle. Um, It seems to be during those times, uh, as teams are able to focus on the one active star, If they could put themselves between the innocuous drip and the inefficient flood, there would be a much better result. More passing, better spacing for better shots, and more consistently. It would simply be harder for defenders and their coaches to stop us. In part, this is why I think White has had such a high impact on the team because he is conscious of using all the team's weapons when he controls the point, uh, as where maybe the Jays are more drip flood. Am I daydreaming or do you think there's something to this? All the best, Phil. P.S. I daydream a lot, so don't worry if you wholeheartedly disagree. I definitely see the point because it does feel like there are a lot of times in games where it's like Tatum time, Jalen time, Tatum time. I also think a part of that is because, and this is not a knock, this is not, they can't do it together. They do a lot of the same things with the ball in their hands. And so when one has the ball, it's like, like they're doing a lot of stuff. And when Tatum has the ball, he's doing a lot of stuff. Maybe you switch it up possession to possession. Something I'd like to see is them screening for each other more. Mm -hmm. But Yeah. uh, yeah, I'll let you. So I think the
2: Derek White point of this is really interesting, and I think it's important. I think we've seen a lot of instances where the Celtics have been a little bit better at not being dripper flood. The Rockets game last Saturday was a great example. Like That was the best I can remember off the top of my head, both Tatum and Brown playing at the same time. I think Jalen Brown does a lot more things where he's able to be successful as the non-focal point, not to try and knock Tatum, because I'm not really trying to do that right now, but Brown is really good on the catch and shoot in the corner. That's one of the things he does. At least it's a strong dose of his offense, right? He's also pretty good on cuts. Tatum doesn't do a whole lot of cutting. He doesn't do a whole lot of catch and shoot. A lot of it is because of the defense just not leaving him. Like, he's always going to be the focus of the defense, so he doesn't have the luxury of being able to, like, thrive off the ball. Mm-hmm. Unless you're running around like a chicken in your head cut off like Steph Curry does. <laughs> you're, it's just not going to happen. Uh, But I do think Derek White is super important. I think Porzingis is important. And I also think the low post, whether it's Porzingis or Tatum or Jalen, is important to this stuff. That allows the Celtics to offensively slow it down, make the defense panic for a prolonged period of time instead of just on the drive. And it's a a prolonged version of the driving (laughs) kick. Then you can help everyone feast while one strong scorer is able to create. It shouldn't be the offense at all times, but I think it's a really good option for late in the game. Porzingis was a good option in the Houston game. We've seen Tatum do it. Brown had 10 assists the other day from making the right decisions. I think that's a big growth point for him too. And I know Bobby pointed that out earlier today, but thinking about it, he's really right.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I do think it's important for them to get everybody involved. The team's too good for them to have the ball stick too often. Um, And I think they have been better or good overall at that this year. But these last two games have really brought in the, Oh, what's wrong uh, when really it could just be two rough games, right? Like it happens. It's January. Like if there's any time for it to happen, it'd probably be right now. So
2: it is what it is better now uh, than April and May.
1: <laughs> absolutely. I'm not too worried. Anyways, let's jump on over to the NBA standings. Check in, see what is cooking up around the league. Uh, <clears throat> see who's playing well, see who stinks in uh, see how the Pistons are doing, because, of course, let me share the NBA standing screen. Uh, the Pistons, back to the basics. Two losses in a row for them. In fact, the entire bottom of the East, losing. Entire top of the East, winning. Um, Cavs have now won seven in a row. Philly, five in a row. However, I, I saw I saw somebody talk about, you know, the Cavs are the hottest team in basketball right now. They're, they're cooking. Uh, and then I saw someone post their schedule. Washington, yeah. Washington, Spurs, Nets, bo- uh, Bulls. Milwaukee without Giannis, Atlanta. So good for the Cavs. Context is important. Both can be true. Both can be true. So their uh,
2: phrase tweeted out the, the Cavs schedule and it was like, please be serious. <laughs> just just <laughs> all those terrible teams they're playing against. The interesting part of this to me is the top of the East. Like everybody is winning, but the uh, only teams that have gained a game on the Celtics in the last 10 are Cleveland and New York. The rest of them have either. No, it's not even either. They've literally lost ground. Milwaukee yep. has lost two games over the last 10. Philly has lost one, and they're on a five-game win streak. So good for the Celtics. Even though it feels like they've struggled lately, they apparently have not, and they've done a good job at keeping the rest of the teams at bay. It's just I'll a nice this. like, perspective thing.
1: <clears throat> yes, I'll say this. If 7-3 and three is struggling, you probably have a pretty good team. You probably have a pretty it good It is
2: kind of struggling, though.
1: <clears throat> no, it is. That's why I'm There's saying a lot like, of losses
2: they're... in two weeks. <clears throat> good sign.
1: I I agree with you. That's why I'm saying like Celtics are a good team. The standards just higher. Um, Bulls have won two in a row. They just can't get over that 500 mark. Magic four and six in the last 10. Uh, They have come down from their early season. Utah jazz esque high. Um, It's not the same thing, but you know what I'm saying from last year. Uh, Wizards still suck. Pistons still suck. Nets, Raptors, Hornets all still suck. Hawks still suck. Pacers lost the Uh, trade. Oh, and two. Since landing Siakam, this is true. They are in fact zero and two. Time to blow it up, buddy. (laughs) They'll figure it out eventually. This is like kind of important,
2: though. Like, because we did the Siakam video, right? We were like, it's January, whatever it was when we did it. It was like right after it happened. There's like a month until a trade deadline. They have a little bit of time to gauge whether they want to push even more chips in on this year's team or to wait (laughs) and see what they can do in the summer. Now. I don't think two losses is the end of the world. There's going to be growing pains. But if it continues, that could hinder them from wanting to go all in.
1: Potentially. I think it's just, like you said, growing pains. We'll see what happens. Um, They'll be fine. I'm not worried about the Pacers. Um, Not that you care about how well they do. Uh, Out West, top of the West, Timberwolves just lost. However, two win streaks for the Thunder Nuggets Clippers. That's OKC. Hmm. Yes, they did. That's correct. Uh, Suns have won five in a row, seven and three in their last ten. Cleppers eight and two. They're the hottest team in the West. Jazz still seven and three in their last ten, despite losing two in a row, uh, which is crazy. Um, Spurs won a game. There we go. They beat, I think they beat the Wizards, so it is what it is. But any win for the Spurs is a win. So they take that. Yeah, they that. did,
2: because one beat <clears throat> Killed Bagley, which I learned this morning.
1: Yes, I didn't see that clip. Have you seen it yet?
2: No, but Bobby was talking to us about it.
1: No, I know. I, I just, I'm saying I haven't watched it. Should we watch Should it? Should we Let's pull it up? I it. Yeah, I got. Oh, this God. freeze frame is insane. Okay. Oh, this is perhaps the craziest free, freeze frame I've ever seen in my life. Okay. Oh my God.
2: Oh, okay. So I saw this freeze frame, but I did not see Marvin Bagley. That's how much lower he is than Wembenyama.
1: <laughs> this is insane.
2: Wembenyama also looks like an A, He looks like a big grasshopper. Dude,
1: he's freakish. He's in uh he's gonna win a lot of titles. I asked Bobby and Cam this the other day, do you think I when the Spurs were in town, I said, Do you think we see this finals at some point? As i.e. Wemby versus Tatum. Uh, I hope so. <laughs> yeah. Is that because you think Wemby will make the finals and you hope Tatum's still making it by the time he's well, making it? Well, if we them?
2: see the finals, it means the Celtics will make it at least one more time.
1: <laughs> You're right. <laughs> okay. Is there a video? I want to see the video. Here it is. Oh, my God. It was a charge. Yabba. Boo. Oh, no. Boo. Right. Not review. the same. Was a charge. Uh, yes, it was a charge. <laughs> crazy. Crazy. That went in, though. Insane that this went in. Yeah, though, there was you think
2: charge. the charge rule needs to change.
1: No. Uh, watch the bench. Cl- first, watch the bench clear out. <laughs> <It's> like... <laughs> uh, sorry, I don't know.
2: Like, that's not how you defend a dunk.
1: I think certain charge rules needs to change this. So I'll give you an example. This specific play right here. Let me, let me go back to it. This play. Absolutely fine. Nothing needs to change. Want to know why he was here the whole time. He never left this spot. It wasn't like Tyus Jones stepped into one lane to draw a charge. This stood his ground. Was there the entire time. He has a right to be there. Cause he was always there. That's this a, is a very Do you know good, saying? like
2: on the fly. Take.
1: <clears throat> hmm well i've thought about it before and you want to know why i okay. thought about it let me pull it up um i pull I can on. find one so easily i'm hoping i just um, think i know exactly what i'm thinking about
2: i think the sliding over like when someone's in the air is weird like if you're playing actual like i always go to pickup but like i feel like that's one of the more pure like forms of the game where everyone kind of just plays like honest real hoops like nobody's taking a charge if you go to the basket and if they do it's kind of mm. lame
1: Yes, I'm not I saying agree. you should
2: never take charges in the NBA. But what I'm saying is, mm. the situations where it is inappropriate do not happen if you play pickup basketball.
1: Correct. Uh, let me find a way. I think this is the play I'm thinking of. I have a specific play in mind, or a, at least a specific player in mind that I'm hoping hmm. to uh, to find an example of. Um, it. Uh, I'll just say it. it's Aaron Nismith. The way Aaron Nismith charges, draws charges oh, is no. wrong. It's incorrect. Yeah. Uh, and this isn't, oh, I dislike Nesmith. This isn't, oh, I, I, I like think this. he is whatever. I make just think it all what, he, what he does, no. What he does, I think, is is dangerous. Uh, Because his, his is not the, and I'm hoping I can find this, and I'm hoping I'm thinking of the right player. His is not the stand in one place, find it. His is the, let me slide under you while you are about to be in the lane jumping up for a layup. And I mean, Marcus did that.
2: Two, and so i if, think if it's you the want the wrong way. Point other people sure like, no yeah
1: marcus does it um i just it, it, it's dangerous man i don't think you should be able to slide over it should be what is the exact rule right now do you know off the top of your head
2: no i have no, i'm not a rules guy
1: i think what it should be is if you are at all moving when the player gathers the ball block automatically a block does not matter It is a block. You can't you can't move. You can't step in there. You have to be in your spot. You can like shuffle your feet a little bit, but you have to be in your spot when the guy is gathering the ball for it to be a charge like Bagley was on this play. Um, It is
2: kind of funny. Like you mentioned it like that. Yeah. The man Wemby can gather from the three point line. Giannis can gather from the three point line. And so it's going to be impossible to stop these guys. If that was to be the rule, not to say you're right or wrong, but just thinking about what the outlook would be on that crazy stuff good luck
1: yes no i mean yeah, just and, gained and,
2: like five thousand points
1: yeah for sure and, and i think they get um that that's just the advantage they get for being freakishly tall um yeah. but i don't uh post kneesmith charge okay so there was there was a Nismith charge in in this celtics sorry now i'm like going down a rabbit hole trying to No, figure there was out one at the end of the point. game and
2: i think he got tatum
1: which they're they played the place so many times,
2: <laughs> it might have. I think it was the in season tournament loss.
1: I just need sorry. <laughs>
2: <That's> uh, <okay. sighs> I like that you called timeout.
1: I know. Well, because I was like, okay, I found one. This one's iffy. This one's on Derek White. Um, I also think there should loss. be some
2: subject subjectivity to charges, meaning. Yes. In in if I'm going to call back to a non charge play to this, so bear with you. yeah. But in a situation like you saw on Friday, when Porzingis went over Jokic's back and knocked him down, mm-hmm. look at those two gentlemen, and tell me if you really think that Jokic is going to get knocked over by Porzingis like that? No way. So, I think to that point, like as sucky mm-hmm. as it is, and as it well. This could help even out the the balance of this, right? Because we're talking about guys being able to take long strides and take advantage of a gather. But somebody like Giannis should just not be able to take a charge unless it's like a bead. Like, hmm. I'm sorry. Peyton Pritchard, if you... And I don't think this would ever happen. Let's use different... Like, let's say Ja, right? Mm-hmm. Let's say Ja goes in to dunk on Giannis and Giannis just takes a charge.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: On what planet is Giannis going to get knocked over by Ja?
1: <clears throat> no shot. I will also say... Per the Bagley thing, um, <clears throat> there is a part of me that says just try to defend the shot, but there is no way he can defend the shot. And if he does jump there, it's going to get called for a foul. So he has like there is only the only way I did find the Neesmith thing that I wanted to compare it to. Sorry, we've gone down this rabbit hole, but it, it's our podcast. It's interesting. We, do
2: we, we don't have a time. Um, long this time is
1: the play. This you were cheap. correct. This is the exact play I was thinking of. This in no world should be a tar- charge. It's dangerous. It should be a a flagrant on Smith. This is a dangerous basketball Let's play. Look. Remember, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna play it once and then I'm gonna break it down for you. This is, is should be a flagrant all day. No shot that should be allowed. There is yeah. no way that should be allowed. Ready? And I'm gonna break it down for you. Can I slow it down? I can't, but I'll I'll go for I'll go slow. Watch this. So my point on the gather defender should have to be in place. Gather. Tatum has not, decided
2: he is going to dunk the ball at this point, and Smith is in the
1: restricted area for those. Walks. Not even close. Not even close to being in position. He's not in position for another full second with t- another full step.
2: I mean, he's still moving his like his midsection as Tatum is leaving. Yeah,
1: there. This is a dangerous play. In no world should this be a charge. This should not be allowed. Like th- this, this is the, this is what I was saying. When I said the difference Tatum literally has to abandon the ball just so he doesn't hurt himself and Nismith. Not allowed. This is ridiculous. So that that's where I think the charge should be eliminated. I don't, I don't think the charge should be completely taken out of the game because I do think like then offensive players could just do whatever they want. Like Giannis would be rain, but
2: other situations where I hate the charge. I hate the pass charge. I hate when guys pass the ball and then get called for a charge because they were on a driving kick.
1: Yes, what do you think? Of I that? agree. uh You agree to some degree. I think it's similar. Like if Giannis is going full barrel to the hoop and runs into somebody, but just happens to pass it out, like that's still probably a foul. You know what I'm saying? If like somebody is full blown running at you and runs through you while you're in position, I think it's the same thing. It just depends on when you gather the ball to make your play. That's another
2: non charge situation. Hmm. I'm sorry. If you're shooting a floater. Can't can't draw a charge on a floater. The whole point of the floater yeah. is that you stop yeah. and you don't keep going. If somebody tries to take a floater and, and someone's in front of them and falls down, not a foul. Or or, or it's a regular foul. It's not a charge.
1: I think I I saw that too when I was looking at the Derek White one. I think Derek White was shooting a floater. Let me double check this. I just say like these yeah. are the
2: kind of things like I find myself saying when I watch broadcast. Like that cannot be a foul. Here it is. If you're trying to stop by taking a floater. It can't be a foul.
1: Ready? Let's break it down. I'll play it and then we'll break it down. Shouldn't be a charge. What are we doing? Like, like, ready? Watch. Let's take a look. Derek White has the ball. Puts it on the floor. Pump fakes turner. Dribble. Dribble. Gathers. Neathmith is still jumping into his spot. Gathers the ball. He's not in his spot. In the restricted area on the gather. In the restricted area on the gather. Derek White. He has no space to land, by the way. He also so he jumps forward. Yes, he's jumping into Derek White on this play. Derek White has no room to move, so Derek White is jumping vertically for the floater. But Neesmith is under him. This is a flagrant. I I truly believe if you are jumping under somebody after they gather the ball, it is a flagrant foul.
2: Well, if you're gonna make Cannot it a, a flagrant it. on three point shots, it should be a flagrant on this. Like exactly, should the not be able Three point to do shots. It. I understand the freak ankle injuries happen, and I do understand why it's a rule. But your like odds of getting hurt way higher on a floater like that than a three
1: yeah can't do it so i'm glad you brought that up that's i i i do agree with you yes <laughs> all maybe right. instead um, of the
2: hanging on the rim
1: <laughs> maybe we should focus on something else all right first nba thing we have uh deshante murray update new news something whatever d'angelo uh russell deshante murray update shams Says that Atlanta is looking for a third team to help facilitate any trade that would send Dejounte Murray to the Lakers. Quote: It is centered around D'Angelo Russell, a 2029 20, first-round pick, and a pick swap. I'm told the holdup is that Atlanta, excuse me, wanted to find a third team for D'Lo.
0: Thoughts?
2: Another free Lakers guy. They hate D'Lo yeah. with a passion. LeBron probably wants to send him to the moon. And they're going to get an all-star caliber guy in return if some other team steps in and allows them to get a free guy.
1: I will say, I'm not saying you're wrong and I'm not saying, et cetera, et cetera. I will say five years from now, when the Paker, Lakers, excuse me, are completely and utterly screwed, you'll be okay with it. Oh, I can't
2: wait. <laughs> it's okay. They're going to get another free guy to join them in free agency. So it actually will you right. matter. But, Maybe you're right. yeah, like, I don't know. We've heard about Murray to LA for a little while now, and I will
1: say it is it's tough to find a team that would take D'Lo, and you you want to say oh the Nets, hard to make that deal happen realistically because look, the Do we entire have any point big TPEs out there, <coughs> no nobody's got. Would the Knicks take him
2: and give up Fournier?
1: D'Lo? Well, I don't know if you like you'd just be getting a worse quickly, right? Effectively, and they just yeah, trade be him getting for cause...
2: like a guy you don't use. <clears throat>
1: Yeah, but I don't think they'd use Delo either. And they can get rid of Fournier after this year. Delo's on a contract extension for two years. That's true. Um, but, like, the Nets seem like the perfect team for Delo because it would extend their ability to make moves with cap slots. But then what? Do, do, the, do the Hawks just want Spencer Dinwiddie's expiring contract so they're off the deal? Like, that seems kind of pointless. I mean, maybe that, the picks, and, like, they're okay with it. But... That seems pretty underwhelming. And if you throw Royce O'Neal in there, then they'd have to give up something else. And then what else are you giving up? Are you giving up just Sadiq Bay? He- like, I guess this would work. Does this even work financially? Maybe is this Memphis is it. Memphis a team? but
2: Memphis team is like up? season's chalk. Let's see if we can get some like assets out of this season. But I don't know what they would have to give up. Is Marcus yeah. the guy?
1: Canard. Maybe give up Canard's contract for a ball handler. But then I guess, yeah. I don't know. D'Lo's weird. He he's I don't think he's a bad player necessarily, but I think he needs a very specific team. Does Miami want D'Lo if they can't get DeJounte? I think they just bypass the Lakers though and go for DeJounte Murray themselves if I'm them. So that's where it gets. I would weird, like but...
2: neither of these teams to have DeJounte Murray.
1: All um, right, let's reset, reset, reset. Maybe the Pelicans. Should the Pelicans go get him? <laughs> the, I, think Actually, I
2: drew, you want my honest opinion on DeJounte Murray. I'm gonna stick with the Spurs. Like, I think he should they should the yeah. Spurs should just go get him.
1: I agree. get him back. That'd he has a great.
2: chance to go out there, be the guy for himself. I don't hate the Pelicans, though. He said he'd welcome it, fun. too. Did you hear that? I mean, who's going to see Wemby and be like, nah, fuck that guy? Well, no, he said him. it.
1: Uh, he said, like, someone asked him, he goes, yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd welcome a trade. Pop's like a father to me. Like, something like that. He's like, yeah, I love Pop. Pop's amazing. So, of course. Which is
2: Pop. Cool. And they have that really <laughs> tall guy.
1: Yeah, the four freak who's going to be the best player. Yeah, the they have this you really
2: are... tall guy that can do all the same things as me.
1: Do you know what? You know, I saw on Twitter uh, a couple weeks ago that I thought was insanity. Someone tweeted, "You know what's crazy? This might be the worst Wemby will ever be." <laughs> That's terrifying. You didn't, you didn't think about that, did you? That is very true. <laughs> How scary is that? <laughs> that doesn't make you feel good, does it? You know what's even more crazy? The West has him at the worst ever, and the Thunder.
2: <sighs> you know I say not my money, not my conference.
1: Not my conference. Not my conference. <laughs> See you later. How many over under... What's the number? Over under two and a half. Maybe three and a half. Conference finals that are Thunder Spurs.
2: Four or more. I'll, I'll go over the three and okay. a half.
1: It's crazy. These two teams they, are going to meet each other. Yeah. It's going to be great.
0: I love the rivalry.
1: That's going to be something I enjoy. We'll get to that later. Don't worry about it. Uh, Next thing we got uh, is the Raptors looking for a first-round pick for Bruce Brown. And, I mean, we could do the same speculation. Where does he end up? And Sam's going to hit the answer. Lakers are probably going to be interested. (laughs) Lakers are getting everybody.
2: It's it's officially January, February time. Lakers are getting everybody.
1: Another team I've seen that makes some sense that Sam's going to dislike is the Sixers. Would make sense as a Bruce Brown. Sixers
2: are the one that it's like, yep, it's going to be them.
1: Yep, because they got the money that you always forget about. (laughs) Uh, That makes sense. Uh, The Bucks could probably cobble something together. (laughs) Shaming East teams. The Heat also could probably cobble something together. I saw something that said the Nuggets would want him back, but again, they don't. I don't think they have the money to get that going. So I don't think. I think that's dead water
2: now. You know what I'm going to hate about this trade deadline mm. is these teams will do something and then fans are going to be mad that the Celtics didn't do anything.
1: Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. Well,
2: why? why is the rest of the East getting better? But Brad Stevens is just sitting there on all his assets. What's he trading for all these second round picks for if he's not going to trade them? What are we doing?
1: yeah that's that does sound like how it's going to go (laughs) i think i think you hit the nail our nba
2: contracts guaranteed why is jalen making 300 million they could use that money to trade for somebody
1: uh i got a question for you we talked about grant on talking seas would you trade grant and Rashawn holmes for bruce brown if you're dallas
2: i don't really know what they're getting out of Rashawn holmes I don't know. Like I, I he's literally not do not know. This is I don't not, think
1: he's playing this season. Then,
2: yeah, in a heartbeat you would. Why? Why wouldn't well, you?
1: Well, my only thing is, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, yeah, he's played in 17 games, playing 10 minutes a night. Rashawn Holmes. My thing is, for as bad as Grant has been offensively, especially, I, I admittedly haven't watched a ton of Dallas games. You do lose size, and that's something important. I think with Dallas, so you lose that forward, which you probably need. But
2: believe um, me, I think Grant's a good. I would take him on the Celtics. <laughs> If they never trade him away, this would be perfect. And I know I know, Bobby says, uh, you know, you might go over the cap for Drew, but not for Grant, and that's fair, but it's not my money.
1: Let me paint you a picture. Grant gets traded to the Raptors. Raptors rebuild. They're like, meh, we don't know if we need Grant. Buy him out. Celtics trade for John Conchar at this deadline. That's six milli. They get minimum contracts next season. Conchar six mil next season three minimum deals grant back in
2: boston i don't know how much i am gonna care in next season this isn't <laughs> this is a this season issue because if they had the grant money the cap slot even if they took uh reggie <laughs> bullock back mm-hmm. they could at least do something with the money and mm-hmm. fill a hole that they
1: may think they have like new question they've they just handcuffed themselves new question has nothing to do with grant this is just adhd brain If you were to put odds on Daniel Tice signing with the Celtics this summer, what would they be? He's a free agent. He just got bought out and signed, so yeah. Oh, yeah. That's kind of how that works.
2: (laughs) Uh, I don't know. I don't know if they need Tice. I didn't say need.
1: I said, do you think? And also say plus 400. I also think it's not perfect, but I do think with Horford on his way out soon... Unfortunately, I don't know. I just interesting. Just think it's interesting. He'll be available at some point. <coughs>
2: Damn, that Horford things? thing just made me think about this, too. It's like, well, that now they really have to do it this year. to Guarantee that they get one because it's not going to get any easier as Horford gets older.
1: No, not at all. All right. Uh, next thing you got is the Wizards are selling their assets in parentheses in the description. I put shocker um, uh, according to this is Mark Stein, I believe um of the Stein line. Say uh, the Raptors Bruce Brown thing was Mark Stein too. Uh said the Wizards are asking for at least a first round pick for all three uh of Tyus Jones, Daniel Gafford. Um and then they want two first for Kuzma. Uh Dallas is mentioned as a team for Kuzma. I like Kuzma. I think a lot of people are too low on Kuzma. I think he's a good player. I think in the right system, he'll be even better. I mean, you saw it when he won that title in the bubble. Uh, he's averaging twenty-two, six and four and a half on 45, 34 splits. You might say that's not that good. You got to consider shot quality. He's probably not getting very he's, good looks. He's Washington. Tobias Harris. <clears throat> yeah, I, I think, he, and I, I think Tobias Harris is a good player, and so I think he'd be a decent. That's player what I'm on saying. T- he's like team. a good, I'd, like
2: third option guy.
1: <laughs> I agree. Um, I think Dallas makes some sense. I think. Grant Rashawn Holmes And a, a pick maybe Jaden Hardy Like you can get something done there um, I think Where else makes sense for him If I'm Philly I go get Kyle Kuzma absolutely and I don't even have to give up Tobias Harris you trade market Like I, I don't hate that for Philly at all actually I think it makes him bigger I think you can run Tyrese Maxey um, D'Anthony Melton, Kyle Kuzma, Tobias Harris And uh, Joel Embiid bring Nick Batum off the bench Right you can get Let me see if that money works. Let me just fact check myself real quick. Yeah, Kuzma makes 20.
2: Lowry's contract, whatever. Definitely.
1: I agree. Um,
2: That's the big to the money.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You'd have to give up Lowry. Uh, What else would be good? I don't know. I wonder if the Pacers would be interested even post Siakam. I don't think so. I think it makes too much sense. Bucks can't do it. Kings. How about the Cavs? You're the Cavs. Do you like Kyle Kuzma? Do you think he's a better fit for that team than some other guys? Like, you could cobble together Karis LeVert, Isaac Okoro, and I don't know what picks they have left available to trade for. Um, and then you get Kyle Kuzma. Then you roll out a lineup fully healthy of Darius Garland, Donovan Mitchell, Max Struz, Kyle Kuzma, Jared Allen, and then Evan Mobley, and you can bump one of those guys to the bench. That's pretty good. <laughs> I think that's really good, so... I don't know. And he's better George Niang for what it's worth. Uh, better
2: George Niang is assault.
1: <laughs> uh, I think it's good. I bet the Lakers show interest, of course. Shocker. Yeah. Lakers
2: are going to get everybody.
1: Mm-hmm. What about the Rockets? What the Rockets? Do you want them?
2: Is there really room for them, though? Like, if you're, if you're trying to step forward in the future. Like, do you really want him to come and take shots away from guys you're trying to develop? I don't know.
1: How about Utah?
2: Utah could be a team.
1: Mm. I know you like them as buyers, so I brought it up.
2: I don't know what (laughs) what they're going to have to give up to get him.
1: Well, you give up Horton Tucker, uh, John, or maybe you should give up John Collins. (laughs) please, God, take John Collins away from us. You know, he's their highest paid player. I forgot that they went and got John Collins this summer.
2: Like, and that was like, I don't even remember what we thought when it happened.
1: Do you know what the trade was? It was. Was it like a free trade? It was Rudy. Sorry, Rudy Gay in a second round. pick. (laughs) Yeah, it was a free trade.
2: Yeah. Very funny. All those years that like the Celtics were in on Collins, and it was like Jalen Brown has to go in the trade, yeah, or Marcus, and it was Rudy Gay that got the deal done. (laughs) Oh man,
1: I like Guzman though. I like Tyus Jones and Gafford too, for what it's worth. Gafford, I think I don't know what makes sense for him. I don't know what team needs that type of big. Um, maybe the Knicks. Knicks could use a big of any sort. Um. like Tyus Jones, unfortunately, for the Lakers. I really like him for the Heat. Uh, I think he makes a ton of sense. I Tyus Jones on the Magic would be electric. That would be sick.
2: Yeah. Uh, magic cool. or my DeJounte Murray <clears throat> team, too, actually.
1: I like that. Well, maybe you'd fight Paolo Bancaro. They have beef, remember? <laughs> they, do they? They had beef, yeah, for a while. Let me, let me find exactly what it was. They had beef a couple summers ago. Uh, I forget exactly what it was. There was something. Oh god, I would have to find it. It was like in um in one of these pro am games over a summer.
2: Oh, um, I remember this actually. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was stupid. I don't know. Orlando could use like a, a solidified guard to go along with their younger guys. And I think they could get the deal done. They have a zillion young guards that aren't gonna like hit them over the hump. Yeah. Thing. I don't know. They have a, they just drafted Anthony Black. Maybe
1: you want to be paid. no. I, I like the uh, idea. Like I like the fit, but yeah. All right. Um, next NBA thing we got. I just started playing a video on Twitter. It scared me. Uh, next NBA thing we got is the Trailblazers. Again, comes from Mark Stein's latest newsletter. Uh, they are reportedly not trading Jeremy Grant, but they will uh, be looking <laughs> to trade Malcolm Brogdon. Um, Stein reported that he expects uh, Brogdon to be moved um as deadline approaches expect his name to start popping up all over the place knicks who need a backup point guard or one team in the mix makes sense i don't know why you wouldn't at least they'll probably like i don't think grant's necessarily untouchable this is probably he doesn't expect him to be moved but i don't know grant for for as bad and as much as people slewed that contract like i don't think it will be as bad a few years from now when the cap grows and he is playing like very well this season. Like he's averaging 22, 3.5, 2.5 on 46, 40 splits. He's taking surprised five and a half threes game. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah, I, I think it's fine. I think Contract,
2: good player. stats, everything. Good player.
1: I think he's a good player. Yeah.
2: He's a fine player. Yeah. But maybe not for that money, especially because like that I was definitely a ploy to get Dame to calm down and it didn't work. And
1: from that you perspective, yes. It. But I do think. Oh, looking at this, uh, it's not going to be great by twenty seven, twenty eight. But I think the cap's going to grow. I actually don't think this is as bad of a contract as it was when we saw it signed. They got to stop growing the, the cap.
2: Grow. I need it to know press... what to feel about certain figures in
1: guys. That's how, I can't. That's how I can't <laughs>
2: keep adjusting.
1: How much do you think million, Grant makes
2: this year? He makes like thirty five million. Twenty seven. Oh, why did he, he makes, exactly makes right? thirty five by the end? Right.
1: He makes thirty six for a player option in twenty twenty seven, twenty eight. But by that point, like. That's that's gonna be the same as twenty times. I I, I, mean, I also thought the same for, as you. I thought it was a, a lot decent worse. Team but.
2: to pay him that money to com- like help them compete it makes sense, but for the Blazers to give that much, well, yeah, their yeah, but
1: now, cap to him. but now they have a tradable guy, right? Like th- that is a contract teams will probably want to trade for down the line because it'll be Maybe. a contract. It, it, I'll put it this way: it is a lot. It's not nearly as bad as I thought it was when I think of Jeremy Grant contract. Like looking at it again, I don't think sure. It's as
2: bad. I so. I just think. I remember the 36 player option. I'm like, exactly. That's, That's what I remember too. Thing.
1: I agree. He makes 27, five, 29, seven, then 32, 34, 36. Like not as bad. Well, what's worse that or Deandre Ayton's 32, 34, 36 right now. <laughs> the ice game. Ayton, Ayton is
2: a terrible yeah. contract, dude.
1: Ayton, what is Ayton averaging this season? Saying? Would you like to guess? Uh... $32 million man. He's averaging points and twelve rebounds. Close, thirteen points, ten rebounds. Respect him. <laughs> <Good>. <laughs> um, but Malcolm Brogdon is reportedly going to get traded. He makes twenty-two five this year and next. Um, makes sense. I feel a little bad for Malcolm that he got traded. I I was, I wasn't high on him, as high on him as other people. But you do feel bad, like. Not as bad as smart, but like he came to the Celtics to compete. He chose that he wanted to be traded here, and then a year later, he's out. But Knicks makes sense. Lakers makes it sense. Like there were some problems there. Heat makes sense. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Would be funny if he'd traded him back to Indiana, but I don't think that'll happen. <laughs> Send him back to the shadow realm. Uh, <coughs> all right, uh, he's already in the shadow what? realm. <laughs> he has been sent what back to I the say? shadow realm.
2: If he got sent to Indiana, you're right. You're right you're, thing, right. you're right. You're right. You're right. He gets sent out of the shadow. Road. Yeah. Yeah. I use upgraded, the phrase. Stay rescued.
1: I use the phrase wrong. Uh, next thing we got is uh, KD talking about the goat debate to AZ Central, which is just Arizona Central. Um He's confused as to why he's not in the goat debate. Said, uh, because I went to the Warriors. Why shouldn't I be in that? That's the question you should ask. Why not? What haven't I done? My response? Less championships. Less MVPs. Worst stuff. My down.
2: response? not the best player in your career. Like over the span of him being in the league, LeBron has been the best guy for most of the time. And then when it wasn't LeBron, it was probably Giannis or Jokic.
1: Sure. <clears throat> yeah. Or Kobe <laughs> at the start. <laughs> like, yeah. Sure. Um, yeah. Also less titles, less, less everything, like just worse stats all around. <laughs> like uh, and it's not that he's not good. Golden state. <laughs> I did see something and I, I think you'll back it immediately because you dislike LeBron. I saw somebody tweet if LeBron if KD's Warriors rings quote don't count, then LeBron's Miami rings don't count either. <laughs> uh I don't think it's the same, but I understand the I concept. don't know.
2: It's similar, but it's not the same. No. Like the the Miami thing was like team stacking for sure, but it like it was like they all like kind of joined. Like it was like an upstart thing. Like he joined something that was already built.
1: Yeah, and it took him a year to, to figure it out for what it's worth. Kevin Durant like,
2: joining the Warriors thing. is more like Ray Allen joining the Heat to me. And those are still kind of different.
1: <laughs> those are also very different because one was an MVP and one was Ray Allen at the end of his career.
2: <laughs> yeah, but like it was joining a rival team after losing to them in in a conference finals.
1: Sure. So, no, I understand. I understand. It's just uh, there's levels. <laughs> I think to those two
2: things. Like Ray Allen joins a Heat team that's already built. <laughs> like he doesn't join to be like one of the best players on the team, but he still joins it. Like,
1: yeah, no, he did. he did. He did. Ring- he ring chased. That's what he did. It's fine. Um, last thing you put it on here. I'll let you explain SGA and Anthony Edwards have beef.
2: Yes. Yes. The two top teams in the Western conference have their top guys going back and forth. So as we mentioned during the standings check, Oklahoma city just beat Minnesota on one of the weekend days. And after the game, Anthony Edwards was asked about the loss. And he says, it's hard to do and win with Shea getting calls. It's hard to shut him down. You can't touch him at any time of the game. It's super hard to beat. That team is a good team, especially when they get calls like that. So in response to this, Anthony, Anthony Edwards, Shea has posted on Instagram and said, they talk about me for my post game, not my post game. Comments. Hmm.
1: Um. I mean, I'm always in. on the I'm shoulder al- stuff. I- I'm always in for some beef. Yeah. Why not? Like, Hey, I love I'm a tr- rivalry. I'm always down. Hey, talk about me for my post game. Not my post game is all time. That's that's uh, he is goaded on Instagram. Have you seen all those comments and stuff? He is. He is fun. I don't use Instagram. <clears throat> I know. I just see it on Twitter. Um, like I see people post his comments in, in captions to Twitter. I think it's fun. He's uh. He's cool. Yeah, no, I'm in. I'm all in on. Ant seems like he's very uh, into the whole like let's make have you know create some beef, and I think it's funny. So I'm with it. I'm down. Why not? Fuck it. I'm in. Uh, don't have to spend time on it, but I'll tell you. The Athletic Mike Vorkanoff of the Athletics put out an article, why white home uniforms once an NBA mainstay have disappeared. So I'll let you read that afterwards. Oh, <laughs>
2: all right. Yeah, I'm in.
1: All right. But uh, that's a now I know position. who to
2: who to put a, like a bounty on.
1: <laughs> I will. Uh, good transition to the rat list. You can jump over to that. Would you like to kick us off, sir? You go ahead first. All right. Let me change the background and then I will go. <clears throat> Let's see. First one. Uh, so I went out with some buddies to watch football. I say went out. We did. I just went to their apartment. My future apartment um, where I'm moving to in Alston. Uh, in September, and we were playing "Are You Smarter Than a Fifth Grader" on the Xbox.
2: I think uh, they have it on the Xbox. Yeah. Oh, I have the board mm-hmm. game.
1: Yeah, we got the Xbox version, and you can play up to eight players, and you like all pass the controller around to answer the question. It was a good game. I um, like
2: that. I'm in.
1: Now, say so question.
2: On, can you do it online?
1: uh Unsure. We could play though. We could figure it out. That uh, that would be uh, a stream fun, it. like stream game.
2: Stream or like yeah, it could be like an off season thing.
1: Yeah i agree all right question sam what is the liquid that runs through trees to its branches that also is used to make maple syrup is it water sap molasses or other
2: well my brain says sap but because this is on the rat list it's probably not sap was it molasses
1: i am on the rat list for this because it was sap and i thought wow. it was a trick question i was like I bet they're going to be tricky. Why and well, is the like,
2: same thing as you.
1: I know. I, I I It ended up being sap. Um, I put water because I'm like, this is probably a trick question. They probably use water to make it too. But water is like running through it and giving it. The, the question was, what gives trees nutrients all the way to the branches and is also used to make this? And I'm like, I feel like it's a trick question. It could be, it should be water. I was the only person to answer water and the only person to answer the second grade level question incorrectly. And I well, <laughs> it was terrible.
2: <laughs> see like i don't know if i should feel for you or not because i had the same reaction but i had I the reaction because it was a part of the rat list not because i heard the question i know it was, like, it was well, bad. no way it's sap
1: i just thought it was a trick question i was like i I was like i feel like it's way too obvious to be that so that's a like, catastrophe yeah, i know it was disastrous but then the game gave me a mickey mouse like they have these random questions where they should be like oh bonus if this person gets it wrong everybody else gets points but if you get it right you get it and i got it right and so i didn't lose what was the question uh, i forget but it was like a layup um it was good uh yeah but i didn't lose but Ratlist me for being the only person who got it wrong that was terrible
2: <laughs> so Ratlist is football fights mm. uh, the nfl playoffs are on this weekend we talked about the I, chiefs today and this already yes and i don't know if it happened in any other games but i did like kind of stumble upon into watching the kind of end of the lions game or at least i saw it on mm-hmm. Twitter. And there's nothing I despise more than when football players get into skirmishes. And I know I'm a fan of the NBA and I know how NBA fights go, but these guys like, will act like they're going to hit each other. It's like, you're wearing helmets.
1: Yes, I agree. I have two clips for you that you will enjoy because of this. Um, Okay. Tell me when you're ready. uh, Not yet. You you can keep explaining your ratless while I find these clips. I have a a few.
2: Like, yeah, like they get in each other's face and stuff. And it's like, You literally have like a piece of protective equipment protecting every ounce of your body. Like, this is not the time to like act like you're going to fight somebody. Mm -hmm. It's just not. At least in the NBA, even though they never do actually fight, like everything is like open to be hit.
1: Sure. All right. I have three clips for you. Okay. Uh, I have three football fights that. I don't know if they'll necessarily change your your viewpoint on football fights because I agree with the concept of what you're saying. Okay. But they are they are football fights can be good. Thanks. Okay. First
2: one. Gonna, okay.
1: Uh Post game, Richard Sherman, Trent Williams. Okay. Uh Talking crap all game, and this yep. is what happens. All right. Yeah. Hey, have a game, boy. I gotta work out, uh, out, out? Uh, Hey, we're what what? gonna do, boy. I'm punching you. In your- Hey. Yeah, but he's not wearing a helmet. <laughs> no, sure. That's the one. I thought it funny. Punch you in actually your face got him, then do it. Next
2: yeah, one. he's not wearing a helmet.
1: Sure. Next one. Uh, Andre Johnson, Cortland Finnegan.
2: Okay. Let's take a look.
1: Let's see. Boss has three catches for just 23
2: yards. Hmm. He huh? took his helmet off. It was Finnegan getting just, that it. That wasn't it. That wasn't it. Okay.
1: Hand off for Ward on third and eight. And Ward leaning forward. Flags come down. <laughs> their helmets are off. <laughs> now, okay. that's
2: it. I know, but
1: what I'm saying is like, some you you say they're acting tough, but they got their helmets on. I'm saying sometimes there's no acting. They they rip it off and they're like, all right, let's do it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, sure. And that, that's the point I'm making. Uh, and the then the last one? one, it's another one where he takes the helmet off, but it's a bit more about it. Uh, is the helmet uh, Brian,
2: off uh, being a part of the whole thing?
1: Brian let's Cushing. See let's take a look oh so
2: wait a second impressive sprint from him 66 is not doing a damn thing 66 is a-, a massive pussy he listen had- <laughs> if i'm 66 i'm not doing anything either but yeah like don't act like tough by headbutting him with your helmet on
1: he headbutts him without the helmet that's all time that's no that's it is that, that's behavior. tough guy
2: stuff from him <laughs> but like the the other guy is like what i'm talking about it's like yeah you yeah. have a helmet on like congratulations
1: yeah that's what i'm saying about the the andre johnson court Finnegan fight like they were about it they took it off and they were ready they were about it
2: <laughs> i thought you were going to show miles garrett like literally swinging him,
1: the guy with the <laughs> helmet no <laughs> i was no, waiting no. for it and no 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 mason rudolph doesn't know um, uh, Ratlist FIFA. So I was playing again at the place I was at for uh, the football games. Um, we were playing FIFA, and me and Brian, uh, who is was was the guy, my friend, who was on my team, uh, we're up three two with like the ninety fifth minute, and we the other team, which is Danny and Ethan. They're get getting downfield. They're in they're in the box, right? Uh, they shoot. And it goes out. We think it's deflected off us because they go to a cutscene. We're like, oh, corner. It's a fucking penalty. And, and we're, we we looked at the replay. He got hit after, like, ghost hit. Like, it didn't actually hit him. Like, he ran through behind him. Ghost hit after the ball was shot. And we I, got, we lost well, an OT. Rules are. It, it was ridiculous. It, 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 I'll just, I'll just say, I'll put it this way. It was an obscene penalty. It was terrible. We were both mad. We had, we had no business losing that game. It was terrible. I was angry. Um, so that, that was, that was ridiculous.
2: Speaking of um, pro clubs yeah, back in the day, I was like, mm. riddle, we, me and my friend, the two of us made it to the top division in pro clubs. So div like, 10. no, div one.
1: Oh, 10. I see what you mean. I thought it was the
2: all the way up the ladder. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. N- no easy feat.
1: I believe. Yeah. Big time. Love that.
2: Uh, so speaking of video games, uh, ratlist to civilization revolution. Now, this is going to be like kind of niche, but like there is a series of video games called civilization. This is mm-hmm. the dumb guy version of that. Like the other games are like really complicated. And like the whole point of all of these games, including the one I've been playing is you like take like four, 4,000 BC, like start a country expand, etc., And you want to win. These games take like three hours and they're addicting. So this is a fantastic way for me to waste time, and I can't even really play like the newer editions because, like, again, I'm playing the dumb guy version. The new ones are so much mm-hmm. more complicated, I can't like be bothered to learn it. Game fun, time wasting, not fun. Short <laughs> rat list, but it's kind of annoying like how like addicted I am to this.
1: It happens, man. That's how it be. A game's good, a game's good, man. You get you get addicted so, yeah. easily. Um rat list. Uh, I, I need to explain the context before i give you the rat list so we played uh baseball uh it's a drinking game it, baseball the drinking game effectively and so the way it works is you set up a little table and there is three cups in or four cups in like a stoplight formation like uh in beer pong you know what i'm saying we're just one two three, yes. four, in a line uh and you play pong and you get three shots if you miss all three you're out if you miss the cups completely like you airball the cups It's automatic out three strikes. Um, And if you get it in the first cup, single, second, double, triple, home run, whatever. And then there are three cups next to you in a line. So like there, if, if this is a table, there is one, like a team on each side, four players on each team. And there is pairs at each base. So offense, let's say I hit a double. I go to second base. There's a defender at second base at any time I can steal. And I can drink the club cup, and then I play flip cup. And if I get the flip cup before the defender gets it, I advance a base. You can double right, steal whatever. Too. You're gonna get more runs effectively. Uh, we did a draft. I was a captain, and I draft drafted. Jack. Yeah, it was fun. It was fun. Uh, I drafted Ryan, who I who it is one of Danny's friends who I know from home. Just the context. He lives in the apartment that I'm moving to. But whatever. Ryan, draft him first. Ryan did not get on base one single time, meaning he didn't make a single pong cup. We got smoked eight to four, and my first pick didn't make a single like <laughs> a base. He didn't get get against the, so I I was mad. Rat Just look at Anthony enemy. Bennett, tragic. Yeah, yeah, Anthony Bennett, Ryan. I'm I'm brutal. It was it was bad. So Ratlist Anthony Bennett, Ryan. Sorry, but
2: it's tough. the men's league. <laughs> The men's league has once again perished. We are now zero and eight on the season. Um, Disaster. We lost by twenty plus points again. We gave up hundred points.
1: We're getting laughed off. How long the games?
2: How long are the games? Forty minute games.
1: Okay. Okay.
2: (laughs) Just like really bad experience. There's some disconnection between the team. Sometimes the ball doesn't move. A lot of complaining about the refs who every week just don't make calls for really anybody. And yet the teammates will be shocked. It's like, wait, we didn't get free throws. It's like, yeah, we've gotten like two free throws the whole season.
1: Are there like refs that are like paid to ref this men's league? It's not like just, yeah. Okay. Okay. okay.
2: But like the officials, like, no, I, they get paid by the hour and they're not going to prolong the game because they're on a schedule. Yeah. It's pretty like straightforward. Like, don't go in there expecting foul calls. So mm-hmm. yeah, we have once again perished. I mean, I, I don't think I played that good, but you know. <laughs> how long's the season? I think we have two more weeks, and I miss both of them because I have work trips. <laughs> gotcha. And then we have playoffs because everyone makes the playoffs. Oh, hey, and we get to. Play would the be top a miracle speed.
1: run. Well, maybe not. Maybe no miracle run. <laughs>
0: well,
2: it sucks. Like I went from playing on championship caliber men's team in in the summer. We won one and lost in the championship of the second league, and then the team took a break for the winter so we kind of like pulled together our own team and it's just a lot of factors into why we're not very good like i'm not like a good creator for like everybody like i'm just like run around catch and shoot like that
1: kind of thing and like you went from the uh the nuggets to the pistons pretty much it's tough yeah tough look man it's not what you want
2: jeremy grant Mm. nuggets to the pistons Mm -hmm. how do you like that
1: Oh, I just thought of an awesome rat list. I don't know if you're done or not. And sorry if you wanted that to be I'm closer, done. but I just thought of a great one. Um, it's a driving rat list, and I need to pull up Google Earth to explain what is happening here. Okay. Um, however, Oh, I'm I have
2: one need... after you're done with this that I can close can... with today because I could not okay. believe
1: this. I was going to say, if you can filibuster while I try to find this, you I don't actually know. Yeah, I don't actually okay. know the, uh, what's it called? the The location I have to plug in to speaking... get to this spot. But
2: speaking of driving, today I was driving to the gym, And in my town, there is a major intersection where it's near the airport, near some neighborhoods, like a lot of people will be there, very busy. Mm -hmm. So busy that they moved a Dunkin' Donuts off the corner and moved it like two properties down just so it was easier for people to get in and out. Today, I am at a red light. The light turns green. And what do I see Mm -hmm. ahead of the two lanes that I'm in heading whatever? Technically, we're heading north. I see a team of construction workers, one gigantic construction truck, another one that looks like a a street sweeper, and then they got these fucking guys putting down asphalt to fill potholes. It's like eight in the morning. People are trying to go to work. (laughs) This is an overnight job. Like I should not see you if you're doing road work. I just shouldn't. (laughs) It's a major intersection. Don't be yeah, in the middle yeah, yeah. of
1: it. Yeah, that's bad. <clears throat> that's bad. Um, I'm struggling to find this exact. So uh, basically I am trying to rat list when I go the way I get to Austin, which is the, where I was for um, uh, when I went to watch the football games. I, I go the same way I go when I go to the Auerbach center, Okay, but the rat list I'm trying to explain is there is so basically I, I just, I'm going to do it without this. Cause I can't find the exact thing. There is an on-ramp and I need you to, it's so weird to like describe. There's an on-ramp that goes onto a little bridge that then goes down to another highway. Right. However, the on-ramp, there is not two lanes. You have to merge this on-ramp with the oncoming traffic of this other one. Cause it's also like its own on-ramp. So it's two on-ramps merging into a single lane right okay and so there's there's very little room to like get in together and then merge it is and there's no yield sign for either one so you don't really know who has the right of way so it's very awkward it's very annoying okay ratless <laughs> now
2: department of transportation for that then yes
1: also true <laughs> so i was driving in as you do right and I'm going going whatever um and it's it's snowy, right it's yeah. snowing and that's because it was it was bad weather out <sighs> Car in front of me on the on ramp is going twenty five miles an hour. I understand it's snowing, but you were going to the ground a little bit, not enough for him to be going twenty five miles an hour. Put it that way, like it, it's a fifty five. Maybe you go forty, right? Twenty five is obscene in the state. The ramp like itself,
2: he's he's going twenty five, or or like the the he's on the highway. So there,
1: there's a little there's a little like. Side highway to get to this on-ramp because it's a connector. It, this is why I needed Google Earth, but I can't find it because it's weird. There's no, like, address I can put in to find. I can highway. picture
2: what you're talking about. We have one. It's called 37. It goes, like, across. You can get to 95 and get to 295. Yeah. Like, But you you can take it to get between the highways or to merge, whatever. I, I can it, kind of imagine what you're talking about.
1: It was – there's no reason he should be going 25 in this spot. But – so he's going – maybe even slower than 25 on the on-ramp. Like, he slows down to get on this on-ramp. This is going to be a 12 pod. But the, I know, it's whatever. Which then there's fine. a there's a car coming the other way. And because he was going so slow, I didn't think I would have time to get in in front of this other car. So I slow down. And then the other car slows down because he sees us. And so then I end up having to speed up to get ahead of the car. And I get honked at. And my tires start like sliding on the ground because I'm going from zero to like forty. Yeah, I'm like so I'm just so angry. And then we're on the road going to the next highway because the connector thing, and the guy's still going twenty. Like so we can't go anywhere. It was, it was I was so so unbelievably angry at this fucking moron. Oh my god, it, it it was it was infuriating. And then I had to like sit behind him on the next highway for a bit because it was packed. I was i was getting so fucking heated man i it was it was unbelievable how ridiculous this guy's driving was terrible terrible anyways that that's all i got i'm mad i couldn't find the uh what's it called the uh the google earth but here's what it is any uh anything else
2: uh nah, no 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 <laughs> final rat list for me today
1: all right we'll wrap it up there thank you all for tuning in. We appreciate it very much. Like Sam said, this is going to be a very long show. Uh, But if you listen to it, we appreciate you. Uh, Thanks for tuning in. Make sure to subscribe to How About Them Celtics. Leave us five stars and follow us on Spotify. And then on Apple, please leave us a review. Would be very nice. Please don't call me ganky. Please. (laughs) Just please. Um, Would be appreciated if there was no ganky uh, there, which I do still see a ganky thing. But that's fine. Thank you all for tuning in. I'll let Sam wrap it up. Hey,
2: thank you very much for listening or watching. If you're watching, make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel. You can hit the notification bell. So you don't miss any of our weekly pods. We're doing them Tuesday, Thursday, Sunday. Uh, you also will get game recaps, which will go up on the days that pods do not drop, but there was a game the night before talking seeds with Bobby Kravitzky. Those go up Monday, Wednesday, Friday. We all chat, hang out, play trivia, give you good information. And then On other off days, we're doing uh, film breakdowns and rumor breakdowns and other videos of that sense. And before every game, half hour before we are here, doing live streams for the pregame, getting everyone hyped up, talking with chatters. The Houston one was a blast. I'd imagine the Dallas one was as well. So you don't want to miss any of it. Subscribe, hit the bell, leave a like, leave comments. We appreciate all of it. You can find us on Spotify and Apple, like Jack said. The audio versions of pods and game recaps will be there. If you leave a five-star review, we would appreciate it very much. You can also get in touch with us via email. You saw us go through the emails on today's pod. We always appreciate it. RJ gave us some great content. The elongated season rat list was excellent. So you can send us emails like that, or you can send us just what you're feeling about the games, and we'll read them. If you want to find us on socials, it's at Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. I've been trying to run the Twitter during games at the very least. Try and post memes or whatever. Uh, The Facebook page is just the name of the pod. If you follow that, you will get the pregame streams right to your feed. They're also on Twitter and YouTube, of course. And Jack's Twitter is at JacksMoneyNBA. Mine's at Sam NBA. That's it for us. Bye.